Whether you want a laid-back trail to hit with friends or you're planning something more adventurous, All Trails Plus is your guide to making the most of your time outdoors. Get outside today with three free months of All Trails Plus with code PODCAST23 at alltrails.com slash podcast. Ladies and gentlemen from the Microsoft Theater here yeah. in downtown Los Angeles. Hey, yo, I see you, man. Brought to you by Sean Porter Promotions. Hey, yo, Sean Porter, hold tight. We coming out there. Live from Los Angeles. Hey, yo, put your headphones on, man. Let the whole thing rock again. What'd you say? I said we are letting the whole thing rock again. Yeah. Eventually, I'm going I'm to I'm do that. You gonna have a video or something? You gonna shoot a video? Yeah, you should shoot a video driving down the street. Nah, I ain't gonna do that. Just <laughs> not here. You know, you know, you know. Get a nice, get that nice weather. Let that hand lean out the window, Sean. You know what you're yes. talking about. That's it. Well, yeah, that's all you need right there. He's gonna be like Roy on the speedboat in the almost forgot video. Yeah, just riding around stunting. You ever been on a speedboat? Yeah, yeah, I've been on some speedboat. About you, Aunt. I'm sure you have. Uh, Aunt, nope. I, you know, I was trying to go on one in San Diego. This woman too scared to go on speedboat. Yeah, I never were, have. Were you asking me, Carson? Or I assumed you had. You're the wealthiest of the three of us. That seems like a wealthy activity. Yeah. He said that don't mean nothing. Closest <laughs> closest thing I've been on a speedboat is one of the little remote control ones at like Sunset Park. The stereotype is black people can't swim, and I can swim. I hey, can't swim. I can't swim. Well. I can swim. My dad got me lessons when I was like 24. <laughs> Are you just? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just learned awesome. in the last like 10 years. I oh, took real? lessons too yeah. when I was a kid, but that's just. I, I felt like they threw me in the water and just told me to start moving. Good luck. I yeah. was swimming at an early age. Oh, yeah, I've been swimming. You know, I'm from Louisiana. We're in the swamps. You will swim <laughs> down there, you drown. I was going to say, drown, the only, chill out. That's the only, that's the only <laughs> thing with. I feel like my only objective with swimming is not drowning. So I'm just like, hey, if I can stay above water, no matter how it looks, goodbye me. That's how it was for me, too. <laughs> I don't need to be Michael Phelps, man, killing yeah. in the water. We turned pro and all that. My dad said, he came to me one day. He said, hey, I got somebody that's going to teach you how to swim. I'm like, okay, cool. He said, you got to pay him. I said, I swim all right, don't I? He says, no. He says, we, we're going to start swimming for real. And this is going to be a part of your training more than it as ever ever has been he said so i need you to know, learn how to swim and uh i didn't really i mean i didn't understand it but i mean i look back on it now and i was like that was one of the better things that i've ever done in my life because now i'm able to really get into some good conditioning and it's because i know how to swim and the thing that i didn't understand what my dad was trying to get me to 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 do and to understand is that he says you know how people always refer to taking somebody into the deep water and boxing. Well, along with that, there's a lot of uncomfortable time uh, moments that happen in the boxing ring. And my dad was like, if I can get you comfortable with holding your breath under the water and letting it out and, you know, like half my face is still in the, in the water while I'm letting my air out and breathe, breathing. And he said, if I can get you comfortable doing that, you'll be comfortable doing anything in the boxing ring. And I, I think that's really shown up in, Proven to be true. I thought your dad took it literally. It was like, hey, they say getting in deep waters in case <laughs> case that ring gets flooded, we're gonna be ready. Where do you uh where do you rank pound for pound on boxers that can swim? You top five? Uh I would assume I'm top five. I do. We were in Colorado Springs. This was years ago now. This is way back when uh Aerosmith Jr. and those guys were going for the were 
on the team and they were about to head out to the 2012 games and they wanted to bring in some pros to do some training with those guys before they left. And one, one morning I'd never done this before. This was 2012. I had been going to the Olympic training center since maybe 2004 or 2005 had never done a swim workout there before. And them jokers decided to get us up at like seven o'clock in the morning it was like 60 degrees outside in Colorado Springs and they wanted us to swim. And I mean, every single last one of us was struggling. That was before I had gotten my, my, uh, my lessons too. But, um, I do, I do know that Rashi Nuke could not swim a lick and he literally, he was on the team at that point too. And he literally was drowning, but it was a couple of other guys out there where everybody was struggling. Damn. Hey, I think everybody in our crew can swim, right? Carson, can you swim? I, I I I can stay above. I above think, uh, who who can't swim, Renee? Maybe. Hey, you know who I was surprised when we went on the trip. Matt can swim. We got a friend from Haiti. You know, I wasn't. Uh, I didn't think he could swim. He could swim. <laughs> Impressed me. I, he's, I not overly, me he's not overly gifted athletically, so I think that would that was he's a little yeah. uncoordinated. I guess. Yeah, maybe. I thought thought we was going to save him out there in the ocean, man. I'm he's not even going to lie. He, you saw he him get coming it? up. Yeah, yeah, we was remember we was way out there, and you, you was just sitting there. Sean don't like the ocean for some reason. <laughs> here. You know, we all trying to have a good time. My man put us on a hey, we got two hours, and we out of here. Okay, yeah. kids, need to get him out there on Lake Erie. Yeah, he was on us. You got two hours. Now that's facts. We uh, the first day <laughs> we get there, he want to go out on the beach, and let me remind everybody that this is during this pandemic, and so I just was a little uncomfortable with it in the first place. And my question was, <laughs> my question was, who gonna be there? <laughs> who gonna be there? That's what I kept asking. How many people gonna be there? We don't know, you know. But we get there and it's packed. And on top, we had of, our own circle, though. We had we had our own circle, but but the thing with the beach for me is, I hate the sand. You can never leave the sand at the beach. It always goes home with you. So of course. that's just that's just really my biggest thing. And then beyond that, nah, I did not get in the water. I wasn't having it. So. I, I realized, as you know, I'm, I'm 29 now. Somebody was talking about like going to islands. Like, oh, what you know, what islands have you been to? They've been. I was like, the only islands I've been to is Kelly's Island and Putin Bay, <laughs> both in Lake Erie. Yeah. Which and, uh, still doesn't that? count for much. And what's that? Yeah. Uh, uh, Kings Island. Yeah, been, Kings Island. Yeah, you've been to Kings Island. I've never been out to Kings Island, but speaking of Cleveland, yo, talk about it. Let's get it. Hey, Brown's up in there. What we finished? Eleven and five. Eleven and five. And I'm and I'm like I'm I'm sitting here like eleven and five, and we ain't gonna make it. This is just stupid. Like I don't understand, you know. But we got up in there. And um, speaking of which, we'll talk more about it. But we got Stipe Myocek on the line, and that is a UFC World Champion, heavyweight World Champion from the Cleveland, Ohio. And uh, let's get him in here real quick. Stipe. Hey, buddy. What's going on, boss? How you doing, sir? Hey, Sorry man. I appreciate you giving us some time, man. This was last minute. I probably should have had you on standby with the understanding that these Browns was going to pull this off today, huh? Oh, bro, I'm so <laughs> I'm at the fire station. We're, we're man, I was so happy, honestly. Uh, it's 2002, man. We haven't been in the playoffs, so it's yeah. finally, finally. You still at the, you still at the, uh, at the station, huh? Yes, sir. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm here until tomorrow, so. Oh, you know, it was kind of, okay. Yeah. Overnight. 
Yeah, yeah. So, so listen for yeah. any just for for my viewers who may not know, Stepe Miocic is 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 an outstanding athlete first and foremost, an outstanding UFC fighter, is a world champion currently, but is also currently still working at a fire station out there in Cleveland, Ohio. That's that's just amazing, man. I know everybody gives you so much praise for that too. No, I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I love what I do. You know, uh, and it, I, I love it because I worked hard at it. I want my mom to be proud of me. You know, yeah. I did something with my life. You know, of course, they, I did well with fighting. But besides that, not every mother wants her, you know, their kid to be a prize fighter. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, but also, you know, just in case if something happened, you know, God forbid, you know, I had a bad night or two bad nights and then I get cut and my career is over. You just, you just never know. So it's always a good backup plan. Yeah, every I think some people I think. People in the in the fighting combat industry, they kind of frown upon having a plan B. It's not I don't believe not believe in myself. I just understand that things could happen. You know, uh, when you fought out in Akron on my dad's car, were you a, were you a fireman back then? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you've been doing this for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. You um, actually. Uh, yeah. 12, 12 years now. Ten, well, I know 10, 10, 11 for sure. 12 is coming up. It's, it's been a while. I'm getting old. <laughs> yeah, but, man. Listen, man. Thank you for your service, man. I just I find that very uh, admirable that you can remain in yourself and remain, you know, as as most people would say, humble. But just be yourself. And it's not too many of us that really even give our, give ourselves a chance to be ourselves. We always want to be so quick to keep up with the Joneses and and go on and do what we consider to be what everybody else does. And and it's just cool to see you just right there all, all night. At the fire, <laughs> man. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully it's not too busy knocking out wood. So, I know Carson got got my my guy right there. Carson, he's got a couple Browns questions for you. The other guy, Ant, he ain't got nothing to say because he ain't a Browns fan. How do you know? You might, I might want to talk about something else. And he been hating on us all season. So, all is, he season. A Steelers, is he a Steelers fan? No, he don't know what fan he is. To be honest with you, <laughs> I'm, I'm from Louisiana. I'm a Saints fan. I'm a he's Saints from Louisiana. Right. I think. I think about 200 days out of the year, he claimed Louisiana. The other 165, he claimed in Las Vegas. He don't know if he's a Raiders fan. Sounds about right. Thanks, fan. <laughs> yeah, go, ahead, right. go ahead, Carson. No, nah, man, I, I'm, I'm excited. We got Stipe is the greatest UFC heavyweight of all time for anyone who didn't gather that from, from Sean's intro. But um, no, nah, we're all just – the Browns are in the playoffs, Stipe. I yeah. mean, yeah. How's it how's it feel? I was literally about to go streaking, but I'm at the station, so I can't. Um, but uh, honestly, it's just uh, it, honestly, it's just it's amazing, you know, because like you never think in a million years, you know. And of course, the year this year has been crazy. 2021, last year was crazy, you know, with the pandemic and just everything going on. And then the rounds come out and we'll win 11 games, like, and you know, and you know what sucks about it though, which is also not, but two of the top teams are on our division, you know, three yeah. of the. You know, and then, yeah. and of course, and it, you know, I mean, it's crazy. And like the yeah. one year that everyone does good, the Browns do great, you know. And, yeah. But we still pull it out, which I, it, it, uh, uh, I'll take it any day of the week. Were you able to get to any games this year? Yeah, I got to go to two. I got to go to the, oh my, which one? The second game of the year. I forget who that was. Um, but I went, oh, Bengals. And then uh, I went to the Monday Night Ravens game, which was, that was the best game I've ever watched. It sucked. They, as much, as much. I know. As it was such an incredible, and, and it's funny because I didn't even drink. I actually was sober watching the game, <laughs> and I, it was awesome. Like I was like, man, I was like, this game I'm gonna remember. Like this is great. Like it was, it was honestly one of the best games I ever watched live. I think the last time I saw you, did did I bump into you in New York or or was it in Cleveland? Cedar Point. 
Yeah, no, no, no. But I bumped nice. into you at a game. It was was it was oh, a, yeah, right. Yeah. New York Jets game. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. the Jet, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Was it in New York? I think we were in yeah. New York that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm like yeah. I'm just thinking myself and my dad, we're gonna be there kicking it, and then we see yeah. you walk by. I'm like, let me try a ski base number real quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, you're right. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, man. Uh you can see I get hit in the head too much, so I get a lot. But uh but yeah, man, that was uh, that was a good game too, man. That was uh that was oh man, that was that was fun when the stadium was full, especially in our you know away game it was fun and I hope we get back to that this next year for the next season. That'd be great. For because Ant doesn't understand. He's not from Cleveland. He yeah. he just he's he's not us, so he doesn't really understand. And you're and you're if you can explain to him like what it feels like to be a Browns fan. Hey, like, hey, I don't care. Hey, don't hey, move my ass. Day I don't out. care. I, all right, then it ain't for Ant. Then it's for <laughs> it's for all the viewers that don't really understand why Sean Porter talks Cleveland Browns football all the time. Let them know. What Cleveland Browns football really is. Oh my god. It's uh, the best fans <laughs> in the world, man. Honestly, the best loyalty, no matter if we're 0 16 or we're 11 and 5. And they just the loyalty, the, the, the tailgating, that uh, it, it never stops. Even if we're terrible, tailgating doesn't stop. People go to the games and we have uh, the best uh, the backing in the world. If you go, there's bars all across the country, all across the world, the Browns, Browns backers. It's yeah, crazy. It's true. Like, you it, any, it's everywhere. You have any favorite players on the team right now, Stipe? I love Miles. That's my dude. I mean, we're good friends, but he, I love that dude. He's just a freak, man. He, uh, he's just, he, he's just a different person. Jump saying like, I thank God he doesn't fight. I just tell you, thank God. Yeah. How nasty, how nasty would he be in the octagon? Bro, he, he's, well, look how big he is and how, and he's, he, he's like 260. I'm like, Jesus, like, what, like, what would I, what would I do with this thing? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh my God, it's like a wall. Um, but yeah, he, uh, he, he just, the things he can do, it's, it's, it's amazing to watch and, you know, and he's still young, which is crazy. And um, yeah, yeah, he's an. I love, I love Baker. You know, you know Landry, OBJ. I love all the guys. You know. Yeah. So uh, I'm just, uh, just happy that we're we're putting it all together. And you know, man, man, if we had OBJ still, I think it'd be a different, different tune too. I got a feeling it would be a little small, a different tune as well. What's next for you in Octagon? Yeah, I know we're waiting. You know, definitely uh, early this year coming yeah. up. So, so I hear something eventually here. Uh, you know, talk. People don't understand it's all negotiations and talking, and they think I don't want to fight, and just it is what it is. But uh, we'll we'll get to there. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, it'll be soon, and I can't wait. Did this pandemic slow things down for you? Well, uh, yeah, I would I would have fought DC earlier. You know, I fought it took a year, but I had a torn retina, so I had to wait to get that healed, and then and then mm-hmm. the pandemic hit, which you know I, I didn't plan that either. So. Yeah. Uh, you know, then the fight finally came out, and, and then the gym was closed when the pandemic hit. So I yeah, put a gym be my next house. question. Yeah, I was wondering, yeah. have you been able to get any work in? Yeah, uh, it's uh, it was it was a it, it was weird in the beginning because like the one thing I never wanted to do was put a gym in my house. I, yeah, like that's like that's like my sanctuary, dude. Like I don't <laughs> know, like, thinking about anything. Like, you know, man, it's like I want to play video games and hang out with my family, play yeah. my daughter. Yeah, and my and my wife looked at me the one day. She's like, "Honey, I love you," but she's like, "You got to do it." Do so it. she she took she took it and she she dominated we cleaned out the base we had a big section open and uh yeah now i love it it's like i'm probably uh, a blessing in disguise because like i'm like i'm always home but like now i can be home earlier and, yeah you know i can put my daughter to bed more and it's, yeah. it's great that's that's amazing man look listen you you know how happy i am for you you know how happy i am for cleveland and the browns man what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna keep my listeners up on everything that's going on with you and the Octagon, and we're going to start previewing uh, the, the UFC over here a little bit more on the Portaway podcast. God bless you, man. Hey, uh, oh, 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 hey, wait, you, hey Steve. Oh, what? Steve, you do bet. we got a chance at the Jones fight? Yeah, man, whoever they want me to fight, man. Hey, I'm man, you, come on, you got two wins over D.C.? 
That's a big yeah. fight. Oh, I know. I love it, dude. I listen, I, I'll fight anyone, dude. I, I never backed away. Is DC, is he officially done now? I think so. I think he's officially retired. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So he just, he just, I think just, he just had a baby in October, I think. So, you know, he's, he's doing well, man. He's yeah. uh, you know, living a life. So, but uh, what about what, what's up next for you? I don't mean to ask the question. Uh, no, 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 you, no, 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 no. We, 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 we kick it over he's here. All, he's uh, also trying to fight Bones Jones. You mentioned. <laughs> I love it. Uh, the, the big names, man, Errol Spence Jr. in the rematch, uh, possibly yeah. the fight with Terrence Crawford. Oh. I'm, hearing, I'm hearing through the grapevine that that's the fight everybody wants. Is It actually is the fight that I want. Uh, so And then, of course, Manny Pacquiao, but nobody really knows what Manny's going to do right now. So I'm really yeah. I'm trying to keep it so thin and just make it either Errol Spence Jr. or Terrence Crawford. But right now, we're just kind of waiting to see which way the business wants to go. So And, and you know how that goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been training a lot still? Yeah, yeah. And a lot like you. I mean, I have a gym right across the hall for me. And uh, I still kind of hate it. I, I like to yeah, leave yeah. the house, you know. Uh, it's just yeah. something about it. It's like if I don't drive to get to my training, it's like I didn't really do it, you know. So it's yeah, that, still a little bit of an adjustment, but we're making it happen. Good for you, D. I think it's half the bet. I think you get in the gym, you're like, oh, I can't leave now. I got to I gotta get something done. I got to do something. So. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, I know, I know. I, I feel you on that one. So, but good for you, dude. I'm excited for you, dude. Thank you, man. Thank you. I got, I got a little three year old, and he wants to. When I'm on my bike, he wants to come touch the wheel and all that. So <laughs> it's like I'm jumping <laughs> off to get him and all that. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah you know how uh, it goes. Yeah, dude. We have, I have wrestling mats and uh, and uh, padded walls, and so when I'm not training, we have a uh, slide, a soccer goal. I think I'm getting a bouncy the castle. So when I'm not training, that's like, that's gonna be all. You know, so I'm gonna take it down. Yep, I yep, trained yep. and put it back up, which yep. I, mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't change it for the world, but yeah, it's just, you know, it's funny. That's beautiful, man. Hey, listen, God bless you. Have a good night. Stay safe out there. And we will talk to you later, man. Hey, go brown. Yeah, go Yeah, go O H I O. O H I O. Take care, Stipe. All right, Stipe. Hey, man, stay night, safe guys. out there. You too, guys. Bye bye. Stipe. Damn it. And you mis you mispronounced <laughs> his last name. My old chick. Oh no. Stipe. I called him Steve every oh, time. My bad. Yeah. I thought it was Steve. I was just letting you guys. I was letting you guys cook. I was just gonna sit there and just observe. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, Listen, hey, man. Correct so, so let's get into it though. But these Browns did their dang thing. True. I know. I know. Minus a couple of Steelers players, you know. Yeah, we still had to get it points. done though. Still, I won about two points. Did we? Did we have the whole? We had our whole squad there though, huh? No, nah, we have. We have our corners. No Ward, right. no uh, Kevin Johnson, no linebackers, missing a couple of them. Greedy missed the whole damn season, didn't he? Yeah, Malcolm Smith was out, BJ Goodson was out. So we were still missing some guys, but mm-hmm. it'll be interesting. Be a nice little matchup next week. Yeah, yeah, I think that uh, if anything, it, it, it's it's definitely going to show the next. It's the Browns are on the next level now. Uh, I, and have you watched at all, uh, or do you know the stats, numbers at all, or are you just like you close both eyes and ears to the Browns? Yeah, actually, I mute the Browns on Twitter. Because my, my question to you is, I, I want it. I'm going to give a biased opinion or whatever and, and also try to be educated. But I wanted to, to kind of hear from you. Like, do you consider the Browns to be on the next level? We've we've made the wild card of the playoffs. You know, that's uh, not- you're going to have to win. You're going to yeah. have to win. Yeah. I mean, y'all in the playoffs. That's a step. But I really don't watch NFL. I pay attention to like seedings because it just it kills me every week. 
Oh, you lost. Oh, we're going to Super Bowl. You, you saw this team. You win. We're going to Super Bowl. Not just y'all, everybody, including Saints fans. So uh-huh. I'm just like, let's get to playoffs. Now I'll start watching. This is okay. when it matters. I don't want to hear you hyped up by one win. Yeah, but, and yeah. Fun, funny enough, this was the Steelers who we played uh, last time we were in the playoffs, 2002. Oh, that was our first game in the playoffs? Yep. Do not. I don't even – I hardly remember it. Did not right. go well. If y'all D-line <laughs> can take over the game, y'all got, y'all got this game. But you yeah. get, D-line has to play good. Yeah, Olivier Vernon left, left today. Hopefully he'll be back. But Oh, uh, did he? I missed yeah. that. Ankle. Uh, he should be – I think he'll be back, though. And he was, he's been solid, like, yeah. straight across the board. Remember, I was he was like I was complaining about him last year. Yeah. Do you yeah. know who our quarterback was when we played in the playoffs last time? Um, it would have been. It wasn't it? Couch. No, I knew. I knew it wasn't Couch. Couch started most of that season, though. Did he? Hmm. Who was it? Kelly Holcomb. Kelly Holcomb. Hmm. And we had a big lead in that playoff game too. Oh, it was like twenty, like twenty-four to seven, I think, in the third quarter. Damn. And pissed it away. You know the if you if your D line can get rolling, y'all can make a deep push. Yeah, y'all know them, uh, New, New York Giants. They beat that seventeen and Patriots team just off a of D line. Mm-hmm. That D line literally controlled the whole entire game, and they had Randy Moss. But that D line got to play. Yeah, great. I think See, if we if the defense can step up, and then with the running game, where we can keep the ball away from some of the more explosive offenses, if we play yeah. them, I think we'll be yeah. in decent shape. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely got to keep the ball out of Lamar Jackson's hands. Yeah. Or Pat, Patrick Mahomes if we play them or any of those guys. That's yeah. the cheat code right there, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. He, on <laughs> the the guy, he, he doesn't yeah, make any cheat, sense. He's, he's a cheat code. Yeah. Aaron Ball. It slow down for him, huh? Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. He he literally, like Ant, like Ant says, he's a cheat code. He would be, if you created a quarterback on Madden, is Patrick Mahomes. Like, great athlete the strongest arm probably in NFL history other than like maybe Marino. Um, like he's just accuracy, creativity. Like he right. just literally checks every box, funny right. voice. Like <laughs> is that, that's just one throws of the it's, a little, it's a little bit of a wild card. You know, you know, yeah, go ahead. You know, my girl dad broke it down for me. He's like, man, I go to a lot of sports and events. He's like, he's one of those guys I watch now. And it seems like everybody else is like, oh, doing so much. And he's just like, it yeah. just makes him look. He said, last time I seen like Tom Brady, he's playing at Michael Jordan. And he's like, when I was watching the finals with the Sonics, I used to watch Michael play Gary Payton. And they're like giving it his all. And he's just doing it with ease. Mm. He's like, that's what Pat, Patrick Mahomes, his greatness remind me of. Hey, if you think doing about it, like ease. any sport, any athlete in any sport, they all make it look easy. Yeah. Even Michael Phelps, like I know, I'm way off the board talking yeah. about, him, but he would he would finish he would finish meters, yeah. These guys and then just come up like it was nothing, <laughs> you know. So that's what he was saying. He judged people off the, their greatness, how easy they make it look Floyd? without giving effort. You ever, you ever talked to him yeah. about Floyd? No, no, he, he's not a fan of Floyd. I thought you yeah. said I thought you said Lloyd. I was like, uh-huh. get it, Shouty. <laughs> Shout out to Lloyd. Yeah, I'm down. Hey, hey, you know, without saying too much, I did tell y'all that, you know, up in up in the government, they was they be listening to us without even saying nothing, right? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, man. (laughs) Y'all there, baby. Yeah, but but Floyd, he makes it look like it's nothing. You know what I mean? I think the first time I seen him like in a battle was maybe Cotto. 
I was like, dang, he's working. Really? You talking? Yeah, about- I felt like he was like in it with the Cotto fight. Uh huh. Floyd, I felt like he was first like, time though. I seen him like working, working. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Cotto fight. Uh huh. Mm. Everything else, and then Madonna was just. Yeah, that. Uh-huh. But wow. see, it was a, a I quick. I seen that Madonna. Shine. A quick switch before that first fight and that second fight with with Floyd. Yeah, yeah. Second fight made look super easy. Yeah, very true. Hey, who, you know who I didn't have easy go of it on on Saturday? Like mm-hmm. I transitioned that. Pretty boy, pretty boy, pretty boy Garcia. It was a, it was an interesting fight. Was... <laughs> <laughs> pretty boy, I I don't know, man. He. I don't know, man. The kid, uh, he. Lo- I don't know. Especially talk, when him getting dropped. About, let's, let's do this. We're going to talk about the good, then we're going to talk about the bad, and then we're going to go with the ugly. Well, let, let me say Let me say this. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For, for sports in general and for boxing and for Ryan Garcia specifically, it doesn't have to be one thing. It doesn't have to be one way. It can be multiple ways. So, like, Ryan Garcia fights on Saturday, gets dropped, wins the fight by knockout. It doesn't have to be he's completely overrated, and it doesn't have to be he's amazing and he's ever could beat every one of these guys. It can be different things. Like you can, like you said, the good, bad, and the ugly. Yeah. You can take some from each group. So did he get dropped? Yeah. Was he a little defensively irresponsible there? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> did he end up stopping the guy with a body shot that doesn't look like it was a lot of fun to take? Also very <laughs> true. That body shot was beautiful too. Yeah. That body shot was beautiful. But we'll get to that. Is that that's a part of the good? So let's let's start with with Ryan. I mean, he has speed. He's mm-hmm. got quickness. He has very good ring acumen. He knows what he's doing in there. He knows what he wants to see. Uh, I think the thing for him is you got to settle down. Um, but along with st- sticking with the good, that fire that he has in the ring, it works to his advantage because he's got he has the length and he's got the height. And he and he looks like he's got some pop behind his shots. Yeah, you know. And so I I like the kid. Um, I think that he does everything outside of the ring that's made him everything that he the, the notoriety that he, he does has. everything that boxers should do. All you guys should be doing what he's doing. Yep, he moves the right way outside the ring. Mm-hmm. He moves the right. Well, my lady was like, "Oh yeah, I know him as YouTube guy." I said, "No, no, 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 no." <laughs> No, 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 he's a boxer. Yeah. He just moves like a YouTube guy. Yeah. And, and that's another thing that I think people, when I was talking about going with like these absolute descriptions of him, it's the same thing like with the TikTok stuff or Instagram. He's not he's not just defined as that. Like he does that, but you shouldn't be like, oh man, he's just the Instagram guy. He's also, you know, a great boxer. So I think it's people I think are trying specifically with him to either paint him as the next greatest fighter and God love the broadcast team. Um, I'm watching oh, yeah. that fight. <laughs> yeah. He get, he gets dropped by Campbell in the second round and that at the moment. And after the moment, they talked probably 10 times about how courageous it was for him to get up and very little about how he got dropped or that he got dropped. So yeah, you wouldn't even think he got dropped. Bob. I don't think they went back and showed how he got dropped. Did they? They showed it, but yeah. all they did was show how, how great it was that he but got But they didn't it. break it down. No. It was, so it was, yeah. it, I think people are trying to paint him as either the next great fighter and the guy who's going to carry boxing because of his popularity or completely overrated hype job. I think the, it, he's he's polarizing that, which is good for boxing and good for him because people are talking. It's kind of like not 
to Floyd's level, but it's kind of like Floyd. You hated Floyd, you love Floyd. Right. I think if anything, he showed that he's a tough guy. Yeah. I think I think he showed that, excuse me, he can keep it all together. And, and he's a guy who can make adjustments. Uh, the biggest adjustment that he made in this fight was being able to get up off of the canvas. And he went from surviving very quickly to fighting back. And that was Luke Campbell's fault. Luke, you got to understand that. Yeah, I want to take this guy in the deep water. This is my part of my game plan. But abort that because now I have to make an adjustment because I just did something I didn't expect to do in yeah. the second round. You know, so that was that was bad on, on Luke Campbell's behalf not to put your foot on the gas pedal and keep this kid uncomfortable. But um, Ryan, he recovered very well. He stayed composed. And then once he says, I'm good, I don't need to play defense anymore. He went right back at Luke Campbell. No, he didn't tie it around or anything crazy like that. But he showed that he's strong and he's courageous. <laughs> I like the picture that they painted on uh, the zone, yeah. practically the entire night after the, yeah. the knockdown. Like I kind of was Canelo. Yeah, I mean, I I really like uh the the zone team, and and I especially like Sergio Mora. We've never worked together, but he was kind of one of the first guys that I saw kind of, even though he was boxing, like step into that commentary role, and I and I watched him a little bit. And I, I've always liked him. We've hung out a, a great deal and all that. And I kind of was like, all right, Sergio, move move past it. Like, we're, yeah. we're good. We're like three rounds past. Like, keep it pushing and talk about what's going on now, you know? Yeah. So, uh, but, and and going along with the stigma that you that you have really, uh, I think, if anything, identified, people identify Ryan Garcia as a pretty boy, um, popular fighter. And they don't really recognize him as a true fighter and i think if anything now he's made an announcement to the world that i will fight if i have to fight and no luke campbell didn't make it a a, a dog fight or anything like that but the fact of the matter is this kid had to get up off of the canvas he's never been there before and he kept it together right after that and and won every round up until the knockout my biggest flaw with him is uh he believes in the speed way too much he literally well, pulled we're not straight. on the bat yet. We're not. Oh. We, well, hold up. Let, hold up. Let me. So let me. Let me talk about the body shot, and then we'll get to that. All right. His, All right. So All right. so this is what I saw. I saw Luke Campbell touch him to the body. Now, any anybody, you can go back and watch this fight if you want to. Before Luke Campbell touched Ryan Garcia's body, Ryan Garcia was primarily going to the head. He was digging really good body, really good head shots, and he was primarily going to the head. Luke Campbell went decided to go down and throw a right hook to the body and something ticked and Ryan Garcia's head. He says, Oh, I can go to the body too. He said in the, in the post fight interview that he made the adjustment from going to the head and went to the body. I don't think he did that. I think he got touched on the, on, uh, to the, to the, uh, on the arm and it, and it kind of clicked on him and said, Oh, I can go to the body too. The that's thing just, is, that's the, adjustment. yeah. The, but the thing is all of those head shots that he had delivered, he set up the body shot without even recognizing that he set up the body shot. He dips over here and Luke's hands went up because he thought he was going to the head. And he yeah, he was never tucking. He was blocking like this. I'm he like, come on, perfect block your shot. body, bro. But but the <laughs> the part that I found crazy was there was something that clicked for him because of something that happened to him. It was like, oh yeah, I can go to the body too. 
and and you're not ready for me to go to the body because I've been going to the head all night. I mean, it was just it was a perfect picture perfect body shot. Yeah, not if you're getting hit by it. The damn sure wasn't picture perfect. Oh, no. It was I, a nightmare I, if you're getting hit with it. I wanted him to beat the count so bad. I, yeah, I'm like, get it up. The <laughs> second, get it up. The but second that's he put for his, me to say. Yeah, and the second he put his second knee down and had both of his hands down, I was like, yeah, that's 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 a done deal. I when I knew he wasn't getting up, he tried, he tried, he lifted one knee and it went right back. I said, hey. he ain't getting up. If, if anybody out there, if you don't know who Kelly Pavlik is, one of the best fighters from Ohio, from Youngstown, Ohio, he was a super middleweight champion. He beat um, uh, 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 Jamel, Jermaine Taylor. Jermaine Taylor uh, he's been in the ring with uh, B-Hop. Uh, what's the kid from, uh, not kid, the guy from, from uh, overseas. Uh, retired 46 and up. Oh, uh, Kazagi. Kazagi, he's been in the ring. I mean, he's been in the ring with everybody. First time I sparred with him, I was 16 years old. Kenny was 17. I show up at the gym a little late, so Kenny's in the ring with him first. I'm getting dressed. I, I was coming actually from football practice. This was the end of the season, so I'm, I'm headed back to the gym and all that. Uh, I see him sparring with, with, with I see Kelly and, and my brother sparring, and Kelly keeps digging his hook to the body. And I'm 17. Like this is not, I'm 16. This is, this doesn't happen in the amateurs. Like I was so oblivious to this punch. I had no clue what this punch was, but he, but he's a pro and he keeps going to Kenny's body. And I see Kenny's like literally start to slow, (laughs) slow down. And, and I'm like, I'm like, what's happening? I've never seen anything like this happen to Kenny before. I'm like, yo, what are you doing? Like, why are you just standing there? This punch debilitates you, man. He goes to Kenny's body again, and Kenny goes down on one knee, and then he comes back up. He comes back up, and then he goes right back down. It's just one nah, of those. Why you, why, hey, man, you're supposed to talk about what hold happened on. in sparring. Why hold on, hold on, hold on. It's just one of those punches that you you don't it, it, I you don't understand it, right? So I'm on the outside of the ring. I'm 16 years old, and, <laughs> and me and Kenny both. I mean, we've been doing everything as the amateurs, like. We, we the ish, you know what I mean? So Kelly show up and it's like, oh, there's Kelly, you know, let's get some rounds in or whatever. I show up and I see this happening to Kenny and I'm like scratching my head. I go over to my dad. I'm like, yo, what is he doing? Kenny this and Kenny that. I'm like, can I gear up? My dad's like, yeah, gear up. I don't think he's going to make it much longer, right? Kenny goes goes down on one knee, comes up, goes back down on one knee. Now I'm all pumped up in the head. I'm like, you can't handle this body shot. What, what you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two rounds. The same punch. Now, mind you, I'm in the amateur, so I'm throwing 100 punches around. I'm moving. I'm I'm everywhere. But I keep getting hit with this punch. I'm moving. I'm everywhere. I keep getting hit with this punch. And then one time I got hit with it, and I went down. I got up. I went right back down. It's just one of those punches that you can't really. Honestly, it takes a good 25 to 30 seconds to recover from this punch. And and the even more annoying part about this punch is once you recover, it's like it never happened. And now you're just embarrassed. Now there's nothing you can say because you're full of life and you can talk about it and all that. At least if you get knocked out, somebody take you out on a, on a, on a stretcher. Uh, they help me. You, you, you holding people's arms on your way out the ring. This punch is that it Damn. doesn't do that to you. <laughs> it, 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 it gives you this feeling that you cannot operate for about 25 to 30 seconds. Even crazier is mentally, it's like you're there, but you're not there. But then once you recover, it's like, man, I'm, I, I can go another 10 rounds. But 
Uh, it's it's that punch that even though Luke, I was like, I knew, I know you're not getting up, but I want you to get up and yeah, show if he couldn't beat the count. Beautiful punch. Yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah, yeah, the kid is strong, strong and fast, and, and throw the, killers. The, the knockdown. The knockdown. What, what yeah. about no? You want Ant to go? But he's saying he's too confident yeah. in his speed. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, what, I felt like he was too confident. About the knockdown or the confidence speed, yeah. which one? No, no, no. Go talk to me about the knockdown. You, you oh, said yeah. you oh, the knock- because of the speed. I think those were unrelated, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I just said the dude's uh, speed and power the combination together uh-huh. makes him dangerous. Uh-huh. It, but my thing is, uh, defense needs to tighten up. Defense Did you, needs say to you, tighten. you think he believes too much in his speed? Yes, definitely believes too okay. much in his speed. I think he's overconfident in his speed. Like mm-hmm. I said, w- he would just pull back. He wouldn't move out the way. Mm-hmm. It's just you throw something, he's trying to step back. That's mm-hmm. it. Obviously, other guys just going to keep coming. Yeah. I feel like this. Either. Yeah, not yeah, at all. I, and I, Luke was the perfect. He was perfect. He was made for him mm-hmm. last night. Mm-hmm. He gave him that. He gave him the, the push. He knocked him down. He was the, the, the guy that he needed to make the next step. The next step. I don't think they push it. I think they might. They may protect. Hold on, because that's the thing. ugly. That's the ugly. Pointing <laughs> me? What the hell? I'm pointing that. I'm pointing that ant because he go. Oh, he go cool, right cool. into the ugly. We oh, still at the bat. The oh, punch okay. that he got knocked down with. I mean, that's it was a punch that you you really just don't see coming. Most yeah. most most punches are straight, especially the backhand. The backhand is normally a straight shot or it's an uppercut. It's not normally a hook, and it just it was a beautiful punch thrown by Luke Campbell. Uh, his fault for not continuing to go forward, but the, I, this is this was a big learning curve for Ryan Garcia, and not because he got knocked down, and not because he had to get up and 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 learn how to recover and things like that. The punch that he got knocked down with, and you you said it uh, perfectly, he he got caught pulling straight back. But not only that, he got pull, caught pulling straight back with the amateur move, and the amateurs we pull back like this. With our hands extended. Uh-huh. Don't ask me why. It's just something we do. We like to look good. He and, was doing it all night. But if that's something we know about Ryan Garcia, we know that Ryan Garcia likes to look good. But now he should know that looking good could get you into trouble. He's pulling straight back with his hands out and the left hook comes right over that hand. And I don't think that's that's going to continue. However, he still continued to do it. Even though he got up and continued to fight, he still continued to pull straight back like that. It's an amateur thing. It's something that we just learn. And some of some guys hold on to it as, as they go into the amateur or excuse me, into the pros and they never let go of it. But when something like this happens, you should be able to identify what punch you got hit with, how you got hit with it, why you got hit with it and make the necessary adjustment. That's one thing, if anything, we should look for him not to do moving forward is pulling straight back with his hands down or with his hands extended. It's one thing to pull straight back. I mean, I think that's human nature. Somebody coming at you with a knife, you're going to go backwards. You're not, not most people really recognize to go to the side. And I think that's just a part of our makeup as humans is to pull straight back. So that's something that's going to really take some work in yeah. order for him to not do is more pivots and more turns and more step into the side and pulling straight back. But the pulling straight back with the hands extended, that's going to get you in trouble, which leads us to the ugly. And what's the ugly? <laughs> but well, just lean off what you were saying at this point, it's time for him to go to the next level. But when it's time, when you get in, 
let's say you you taught something different. And the first couple of rounds, you may do different things. But when it comes time to be a dog and you just say, F it, you go back to your comfort zone. Yeah. The problem is where he's at in his uh, career right now, he's going in there with dogs. Unless they protect him, which I think they're going to do in 2021. Mm-hmm. I don't think they put him in in the top four with mm-hmm. those top guys. Mm-hmm. Maybe Haney. Maybe. Okay. I, he's not going in with Lopez. He's yeah. not going in I with Davis. I going in with, Lo- with, with Lopez. Or Lomachenko, possibly Lomachenko, but I don't see him going in the ring with uh with uh, Tank Davis either. No, yeah, he's they're gonna they're gonna build him up. I mean, Golden Boy honestly is probably in the red right now after the Canelo it's a oh. business move. They're gonna build him up, and make him that guy. But uh, yeah, he has to he has to get that out of his out of his repertoire. Uh, he will get sleepy, deepy. That Carson will say against Tank yeah. or Lopez, even yeah. Lomachenko. I, he I might think- get. Ahead, I think Carson. for yeah, like what you were saying, I think it's going to be a risk to is a risk to put him in there with those guys because I think he loses. I think he gets knocked out by Tank or Tiafimo, and I, yeah. Devin I think would be a really good fight. Me too. Um, but I also so I think it's a risk there. But like you said, to build him up, that's also going to be a risk too because you're also going to be taking the public backlash of all these guys want to fight each other and you're protecting him. And, and, you know, he's the golden boy, literally with golden boy. Um, the ugly, the, the ugliest thing about the entire situation actually happened before the fight. When Oscar De La Hoya said that Ryan Garcia walks through tank was just, he said one that? Cra- yeah. One of the craziest oh. comments I've ever seen. Uh, tank Davis said, you know, something about Oscar's past. I won't repeat it, but I don't, I don't might not disagree with him. You want but- me to repeat it? No, nah, you don't need to. No, nah, no need. Oh, okay, but, uh, okay, okay, okay. Right. But yeah, Ryan Garcia. My brother on, is one of those. <laughs> Ryan Garcia on no planet walks through Javante Tank Davis. Um, I think Tank, I think he knocks him clean out if they fight. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think Garcia is good. I think he, there were definitely some flaws we saw, but it it's just that battle of the hype. Is the hype meeting the talent and i think the hype is just a little ahead of the talent right now which isn't a bad thing a lot that happens sometimes um you see guys like that that get the promotional companies behind them and it hypes everything up and they're just their talent's not exactly there yet so it'll be interesting to see what they do i think i think we're thinking carson comey fortuna eat robert easter something like that yeah lines i think it's gonna be really telling to see what they do because i think Oscar can say whatever he wants in a press conference or in an interview. Yep. But your decision to who you put him in the ring with, that shows where you think he is. So you this can say, next fight will show us. Yeah. Oh, he, he walks through tank and then you're going to set him up with anyone, but tank Tiafimo and, and maybe even Haney. So you, at that point you can't just lie. <laughs> you're deciding who he fights. So um, I would like to see the Haney fight. Honestly, I think, I think that's a good fight. fight. Yeah. Shakur. I really Stevenson. think Haney wins, but what you guys think about the Stevenson Garcia? I think Stevenson take care of him. So Stevenson will be coming up to thirty-five from thirty. Um, I think Stevenson beats him. Yeah, I'm not sure if Stevenson is in a rush to get to thirty-five though. Not not because he doesn't want to. I just think he's got stuff he can still do at thirty. But I think the zone is the zone's probably the best one. At doing cross promotion, well, it's Golden Boy. Never mind. <laughs> I just never realized he's with Golden Boy. Also, Never shout mind. out to Canelo's uh, quick shout out for wearing a matchroom boxing 
yeah. uh, mask to the fight is was excellent. That's, yeah. that's all time. But um, why you say that? Because he you split with Golden Boy and then show up to a Golden Boy fight <laughs> wearing a matchroom boxing mask. That's some humor to that. There, I'm, yeah. All right, I'll let you have it. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was funny. Shot to Eddie Herm, but um, I'll let you. So, also, what are we thinking? His next fight, a, a B B C level guy. You think he's take the I next think step? They, I think they put him in with Haney. I actually think they do. I can see that'll that. be the, the. I can see that. That's the best move. Yeah, Anything else, we're gonna we're gonna kill you. And the other level, he's not ready for Haney yeah. and him about right there. I will say. Yeah, I can who, see that. Who, who you got getting that fight, Sean? I'm I asking you, Sean Porter. <laughs> who wins that fight? I agree. I think that. Uh, so I got. I just wrote it down just to make sure I didn't miss anybody, and I I don't think I did. Shakur Stevenson, Vasily Lomachenko, Tiafima oh, yeah. Lopez, Javante Tank Davis, Devin Haney, Ryan Garcia. Those are the heavy hitters at the right there at the 130 and 135 pound division. I think all of those guys can go up and down right there in that weight class, which I think is pretty awesome. At the yep. end of the day, for sure. If you, if you can move up or move down just right there and make some exciting, great bouts happen, I mean, all these guys have the makings to to be great in either one of those weight classes. So, yeah. I really, I first off, I think that you know, for them, I don't think it's a matter of you choosing a weight class and trying to take over a weight class. Choose weight classes and take over those weight classes, and 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 because. Once you do that, I mean, you there's nothing that anyone anyone can say to you. Also, I, people yeah, saying that they were going to be like the new four horsemen: Duran, Hagler, Hearns. Relax again. <laughs> yeah, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. Very exciting prospects, uh, champions uh, that Woo! could end up being there. But like, let's just take a so so run. so. Where is Javante Tank Davis going to sell in at one thirty five? I would guess so. Yeah. When He's the best pound fighter. I say when y'all leave, he, he comes 147. Yeah, but he's I mean, not going up. There I think he might end up at 40. There. I think 40. You think he stops at 40? I do. Yeah, I think I think 40 is probably where he ends up ultimately. But I think he still got some can do some damage at 35 for a little while. Hey, what about Garcia Gary Russell Jr.? Damn, see, there you go. I and I is that dangerous? No, uh is that too dangerous. No, it's actually a really good fight, I think. It's both guys that have fast-ass hands. I know that for sure. Yeah. I think I think that fight, I think Gary starts to control him and control the fight. That's a good fight. That's a good fight. Yeah, I can't see that fight. Just right off the I mean, top. Based think, on Gary Russell, it could happen in like 2023 or 2024. Based on what I was just about to say. It's like, <laughs> it's, a, it's a damn shame that within these... Six names. I don't have Gary Russell's name on. That kid should not. Should yeah, he should be in there. Yeah, I love. What the hell is he doing? And I and I make that joke out of frustration of not getting to see Gary Russell Jr. more often. It's kind of like the Keith Thurman deal. It's like, come on, man, y'all need to be in the ring. Big fans of you, but when you're not in the ring, we forget about you. Very true. Gary Russell Jr. Hey, did I? Am I tripping or did Gary Russell do a backflip in a fight? Did somebody Mm. hit him and he flipped? No, 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 about that. That would be intense, though. Yeah, right. Are you and, sure? and, and and that would be a very bold decision to make. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about somebody hit him and he like flipped. Nah, he fought Lomachenko, right? Yeah, he did. And I thought, oh, okay, I thought it was maybe he was just yeah. getting wobbled. You, Gary Russell was calling yeah. out. Was he calling out Bud for a while? 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, what a they, guy. They, they was trying to handle some 2000 and... <laughs> in 2020, like, let it go. Yeah. Hey, man, ain't nothing wrong with holding on grudges. That's yeah. my guy. I just, I'm, I, I, I'm like, I'm mad. Which mad, one, Gary uh, Russell? Gary Russell. That's my dude. This dude called me one morning. He's this not brother. in that conversation. That's like, yeah, he's he missing called, his window. Yeah, he he missing his window. He called me one morning, like two o'clock. It wasn't two o'clock in the morning. He called me uh, like two years ago in the morning. It was early, like eight o'clock in the morning, and I it woke me up out of my sleep. And I'm like, I'm like, who is this? Man, it's Gary. I was like, who? Like when we go back and forth. I'm like, I don't I don't know this. I'm like, I don't know this dude. All right, <laughs> I'm like. Russell, he said, Sean, man, don't be stupid. I'm like, I'm like, man, I didn't know it was you. I just woke up, yada, yada, yada. We talked, we on the phone for 30 minutes. I don't, I don't, don't call me, Aunt. you know better. <laughs> Carson, we never talk yeah. on the phone, you know what I mean? Very true. So for, the, for this dude to call me this early and, and really just wanted to just, just fly out talk. We talked and we talked about boxing and everything else. And what I took from the conversation is, was this conversation was two, if not three years ago, is the same now as it was two or three years ago where I am in control of my career. Yes, I have people on my on paper as my manager, but I am my manager. I'm like, all right, Gary, more power to you. He said, what you don't understand is I'm going to make more, more money than anybody in this sport. I'm like, all right, Gary, all the power to you. He said, ain't nobody going to tell me what I want to do. Ain't nobody going to tell me who to fight, when to fight. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make all that happen myself. But that mindset has got him off of my paper. Yeah. Yeah. Like, damn. Like, how, how do I have six names, six guys, and you're you you could virtually be better than everybody on this list, with the exception of Lomachenko, because well, he's he supposed proved. to fight Gary Russell. Who? February. He's supposed to oh, fight. Oh, Gary's supposed to fight in February. Yeah. Uh Kameda. Oh, yes. Okay. So. It's a decent. Okay. That's a decent fight. It's a, it's a good fight, but it's not the fight we expect. Yeah, it's and not it's, the fight we want. And it's coming up on you know another. He fought the year before that in February, and then the year before that it was May, and then it was May 2018. Yeah. So it's just yeah, it's just not you're fighting once a year. And yeah. when you're 32, 33 years old, you, you got roll. Your longevity yeah. in this sport is it is it built around you not fighting and staying healthy or? Or, be, or or should it be built around you fighting the best, making the, the amount of money, the best amount of money that you can make and having the type of, of career that everybody expects you to have, you know? Is he, is he number one, fastest hands in boxing still? You know what? He's He's been number one. I, you know, for a long time, it was either him or Rashi Warren. Yeah, shout out to Newt. You know? So, yeah, shout out to Newt. It was always either him or Rashi, you know? So yeah, I would say he's got the fastest hands in professional boxing. Yeah. We like Gary after that fight, fight again the next month or a month after that. <laughs> just fight as many times as possible. Yeah, get in the mix, bro. Like 2021 yeah. make it your year. You yeah. got to get in the mix. You Man, can't get in the mix. It can't be just phone conversations. I have seen on the internet he's had phone conversations with Devin Haney's dad. He's yeah. had he's been back and forth with Terrence Crawford, we don't really want to see that fight, but you've also been back and forth with Tank Davis, who's right there in your backyard. Like that's that's a fight for the city. That's a yeah. fight for for Maryland. You know what I mean? Like, make something happen and and be as notable as you should be. Like this, you should be talking about 
uh, Gary Russell the same way people talk about Sean Porter. It's no, he's yeah. really is no difference yeah. in, in, in the two of us in terms of who we have the opportunity to fight and who, and who we could fight. You know, I think Ant, I think Ant's comparison might even be better than than you and Gary. I think Keith and Gary is a really good comparison that you go. that you should be Keith Thurman should be anytime you mention top welterweight A, it should be matched up with Keith Thurman. Yeah. Anytime you mention anyone around Gary Russell's weight class, he should be somebody that you're like, what about him and Gary Russell? It should just be something that just goes together. But here's the thing. And I think a lot of people misunderstood what I was saying last week and thought that I might have been taking shots at Keith Thurman. I wasn't taking any shots at Keith. But if you're Shakur, if you're Stevenson, Lomachenko, Lopez, Davis, Haney, Garcia, why would you say Gary Russell's name? He hasn't fought in a year. And then he only fought a year before that. And he only fought once the year before that. All those guys, all those names have been busy. They've been getting better. They've been having great experiences. They've been wowing crowds. They've been putting fans in seats, uh, pay-per-views, and the, and the list goes on from there. Gary hasn't done any of that. Keith hasn't done any, any of that. So why should they, why should I slow up my role for someone who I feel should be there but isn't yeah. there? You know what I mean? So those weren't shots taken that day at, at, at he, Keith last unless, week. Unless he thought they were. Unless you thought and then they, they were. We're talking about you. Then we're talking about you. My, my dad okay. came over here questioning me. Why Why you say this? Why you say that? I was like, he said, well, hey. Some people are hoping we get your dad on the show soon. I got to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to get him on you and I. We talked about that the other day. We'll get him on here soon. Okay, I think that's gonna be a is that gonna be a legends segment? No, no, I, no, no. I don't think not. I can watch. Hey, I'm telling you, fans, I'm not wilding with Kenny Porter. <laughs> it's not gonna be no legend segment, but he, he said so. I won't have to be a part of it. <laughs> but what's gonna happen is my dad gonna be in the room. He gonna be in the kitchen on his computer because he can't get it together at his house. So oh, I come you on, saying, Kenny. He was just gonna break through the door or something. Nah, WWE nah, I'm not about to have him sitting right next to me doing the show. I, I feel like, uh, speaking of your dad, I feel like somebody that was uh, musically, I think your dad was a fan of, if I recall, Houdini, one of the singers from Houdini passed. Really? I didn't the guy, hear uh, Ecstasy, I think it was his name, the guy that wore the Zorro hat. Oh, man. What? Yeah. Yeah, I grew up on Houdini because my dad. Yep. Yeah. I was gonna say I thought I thought I thought KP was who, who brought Houdini around. We used to pop up pop lock before and after gym workouts back in the day. Yeah. And <laughs> Houdini, one of their best songs, obviously Friends. Yeah. Remixed, sampled by MF Doom, Deep Fried Friends, and then we lose MF Doom. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Man, listen, you had me going this week on MF. Yeah, man. I, I knew, but it's the difference between thinking you know something and then knowing something. I knew this dude lyrically was different. I didn't know he was like as much the kind of style of rap that I like. I didn't know yeah. that because like I said to you uh, the other day, I've never listened to more than two, two of his songs in a row. And I think if you if you only listen to one or two songs, a lot of it goes over your head or if you only listen to one or two songs, a lot of it goes over your head and you just kind of keep it pushing, which is what I've always done. And through you, uh, like, yo, MF died. I'm like, I'm like, dang, that's crazy. You like, yo, yeah. listen to this one for me. And so, you know, I obliged you, but then I found myself like listening to whole albums and I'm like, I'm like, yo, Lupe still is my favorite rapper, 
But if I had caught on to, to MF Doom back in the 90s or early 2000s, he might be my favorite rapper now to this point. Yeah. Dude was the greatest. greatest was I think he is the greatest rhymer of all time. Whether people yeah. think he's the best rapper, I think rhyme scheme-wise, MF Doom is number one. There's a difference. There's, there, and there's even a difference between rhyming bars and rapping. And I don't, yeah. I don't think the list stops there, but I think more, more people, they either recognize someone who can rhyme and has lyrics or they recognize somebody who's got bars and, oh, that was a, that was a, a nice bar right there. Yeah, that was tight. This dude, yeah. rhyme was, was perfection, man. Yeah. And shout, I'm glad for his family that he, A, he had the most MF Doom passing where he passes in October you and we don't it? find out until December. Yeah. But I'm glad that his family in the era that we're all in, we've, we've talked about it before, that everything's quick. And, and personal stuff is public that we didn't find out that his family got to kind of go through what they went through however they wanted to mm-hmm. and then come out with it that it wasn't like TMZ reported on yeah. Halloween that MF Doom died that they got to handle it their own their own way it was a nice little homage yeah. to the mass villain that's the way that that it always goes and you know n- knew of him better than I did and um what do you mean by that like that that he went out like the MF way well, he was very mysterious yeah. And not like there's the very like if you YouTube interviews, you're going to find like five like and he's been rapping forever. He's just like wasn't a big interview guy. There was a controversy about him not even performing at his shows. He would have <laughs> doom imposters because he wears uh-huh. a mask. So uh-huh. you just have somebody go up there in a mask and perform. Uh-huh. It wasn't actually MF Doom. So just like the mystique and the mysteriousness of him and then he's been, you know, passed away two months ago and we right. just find out about it, which is, is tough, but it was actually, it was, it was cool to see everyone in music was like tributes from every rapper rap yeah. fan was like, yo, MF doom, which was, it was a nice little homage to somebody who I think was on the back burner and a lot of was it. Yeah. Yeah. For real. On the back burner. 100%. Was there ever a rhyme and reason to why he was so mysterious? No. He when he was way back when he was in KMD, like when he started and then his brother passed away and the group had a little issue and then he kind of faded. And I think he was I believe he was even homeless for a little while and then mm-hmm. came back as MF Doom. And it was just kind of his thing. It's the mask. And I think he's he's just the, he was a character. But you shot me that, the goats. You shot me that album from the 90s. And what I appreciated about that was you saw hints of like who he was, you know, the recent MF Doom and and like even with seeing those hints of that really that just different type of lyrical delivery uh I was like I was I smiled because I was like dang like you could you could hear the making of who he became back then now not many people can do that can be like one thing and then kind of not really completely transition but just become so much greater and so much more you know i think one of my favorite videos of all time to kind of close on doom if anyone wants to youtube this i sent it to you there's a video of most deaf reciting mf doom lyrics and so most deaf is another guy that's god level and rap so for most deaf to be like if you watch the video he's so excited about the mf doom lyrics so for a god level mc to be like yo this guy is like crazy i think it was that was cool to see but yeah, RPMF Doom was a it was a terrible way to end 2020, but man, 2021. Fingers crossed. At least slight, at least slightly improved. 
Carson, did you even stay up for the for the ball drop or anything? I, uh, somebody, I people are gonna die in twenty twenty one. This is true. You lack. <laughs> hopefully, less. I, I'm expecting a couple family members, maybe yeah. even me. Somebody's gonna die in twenty twenty one. Hopefully, less. We want to limit the deaths in twenty twenty one. Um, yeah, I did. I did make it to uh to twelve. We did. We texted about. A year, I don't know how long ago that was. Back oh, yeah, home. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like and this might be close to where it what ends with. I we was mad at myself for even being a part of that. <laughs> we literally it hit 12 o'clock. This was probably like seven years ago, eight years ago. Easily. It was like 12 o'clock, and, and Sean and my, my cousin Drew, we all turned to each other and like, oh hey, happy new. They were like, Well, <laughs> it's about that time. <laughs> and literally all went to bed immediately. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a late night guy. And I, yeah, I it's, hate it. it's like, an overhyped situation to me. Yeah, it's like, it, bro, I'm going. I, I would rather go. I would rather been at home that day, but I was forced to go somewhere. But yeah, I'm not really a stay up till five guy. You saw I'm, me, man. That that, that yeah. everybody was popping. Didn't want to be. Hey, I didn't want to be there. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, I, 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 I You saw me. I tried to get into it, dance a little bit. I'm like, I'm ready to go. Wifey mad. I'm I like, was at home. We we hit 2021, and I was like, "Well, it's about that about that time." Grab the hamstrings and uh, had to stretch yeah, it out. Going, but, hey, you nothing going to sleep. Waking up the next day is 2021. Yeah, no, nothing no wrong with that. that. No. All right, so check it out. We in 2021. We got uh, a good friend of, I, I guess I could say, a good friend of all of ours, Shane Mosley Jr. Will be fighting, I believe, January 23rd. Can we get Shane on the on the podcast? Yeah, you want you want you want let you want us you want to get him on? Yeah, I'll reach out. Not right now. No, no, no. I'm saying you want to get him on before <laughs> after. Yeah, uh, let's do before promote it. Yeah. All right, all right. We get him on before. Then after that, we got Caleb Truax versus Caleb Plant. Okay, another friend of the podcast. Yeah, I'm looking for the Caleb's. Right? Yeah, shout out to the Caleb's. And then oh. um. Then after that, I think it's kind of like just kind of off to the racing. Like, hey, we got we got one of the one of the better rematches coming up in, in March, I believe. What's we got name? Charlo Harrison. No, Chocolatito and Estrada. Oh yeah, yeah. I am down for that action. Was he was Chocolatito retired and or what? No, he was he he kept it low for because he had a couple losses back. I know, there, I know. Then, yeah, now he built his way back up, but yeah, I I want to say I don't know if it was Errol. Somebody was somebody was listing their favorite fighters, and he was like their number one like favorite mm-hmm. fighter. Mm-hmm. I was like, he was he. he you was, talk you talk about somebody that was fun to watch in his day. It. Yeah, and especially versus Strada, that's gonna be a good one. Yeah. Then we got uh we got these these Browns. They were they're about to make a push in the playoffs. Hell yeah, I'm loving that. Oh, hey, boy. and you probably don't know, Cavs four and one, four and two. Four and, me, the four NBA and, is they'll be five and two by the time we listen to this because they the play NBA on Monday. Screwed up. I don't know who they play Monday, but they're going to win. Why you say that? Too. Just people undefeated. I mean, <laughs> man, the, the Suns the best team in the league. Let's get to the playoffs. Hey, all right, yeah. Hey, let me, this let me is a, a LeBron, me. Katie, or whoever else want to get into it. Finals. I ain't got Carson, Carson and I, we just had a, we had a whole rap moment and all that. I, college football is your thing. You like yeah. to make a lot of bets. Did you bet on? Oh, come this, on, man. Allegedly. 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 Your woman knows. She know what you. She know what you do. Oh no no no. She knows. <laughs> you know it's on. 
Well, I, I almost throw it out there. You know, people in different situations. Did what, you I bet, to, what I almost said might be a lot of money to people. What? What? Did you bet on? <laughs> did you bet on the Buckeyes and the and the? the Hell no! I took Clemson. You, oh, you okay? Yeah, I got my. Ass. Yeah, they, I mean, they got they got the number one quarterback in the league. But yeah, in, they got the number one college. And the championship is is Monday. Uh, next Monday. Not tomorrow. Next no, not Monday. on the January eleventh. Okay. Always bet. Bama first half because they come out, they tax you, and then they cruise. I mean, you know where Nick Saban went to college. <laughs> SP, you know where Nick Saban went to yeah, college? Yeah, he went to Kent State. Ah. Yeah, but no. I'm I guess SP knew that. Hey, I, I was with the Youngstown State. Yeah, my family mixed up with, uh, yeah. My people in Louisiana, they probably embarrassed because I'm an LSU fan. But, you know, I bet with this. I don't bet with this. So when it came to it came to when it came, I even bet against LSU this year. You and bet on a sweat equity, bunch of money. Sweat equity check. Yeah, shout hey shout, <laughs> shout out to Coach Hill. You know he gonna be yeah. watching this. He yeah. gonna want to shout out Sean. Where, where your shirt at? No, no, no. Uh, he know how I get down. You better make me a tie, Coach Hill. Make me a tie. Oh I'll, man, I'll take a hat. I'll take a hat. Or hey, a you know it's coming. Hey, yeah, you know it. You know it's about to happen. <laughs> you know it's about to happen. Shout out to Coach Hill. Hey, Coach Hill is a. Make me, a, different. make me a, a pocket square, Coach Hill. Oh, <laughs> good call. Square. Make yeah, me a pocket, pocket square action. But hey, yeah. hey, that dude sung to Sean when Sean uh, proposed. Yeah, great, yeah, that great he did. night. Yeah, great night. That was a wild uh, night. What is, it? is it? What is it? Sweat equity? Yeah, sweat equity. Does sweat he have equity, a, a website yeah. or anything? Nah, he don't got it. Uh, how, you how did you order? I want to say sweatequitycheck.com. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the, yeah, that's the website. Go get you some. One more time. For my guy. SweatEquityCheck.com. Yeah, you can find him on uh, Instagram. Check him out, man. He's doing something big. He support the kids all in Vegas. Help him out. You know, he's a, he, we both came from the same community. Came from nothing. Worked himself into something. Hey, check him out, Coach Hill. From the mud? Nah, he from he from the pit, he from Pittman. Oh, man, okay. that's a part of that's a part of Las Vegas, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Antonio Pittman. No, 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 I know about it. I know about it. Antonio you been Pittman. to one time. I ain't never been. I ain't never been, but you I know about it. You been? You been one time? My parents' house. Oh, that's oh, for real. I didn't I, know now that. you want to talk about Pittman? You disrespectful. <laughs> Antonio Pittman SP was at one of your fights once at at ten yeah. years when when yeah. uh, Stipe fought. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Benny Wells. Benny Wells. Yeah. Oh. Ohio State. Yeah. Benny Both Wells, man. Both of them Ohio guys and Ohio State guys. I think Antonio Pittman's from Ohio. Yeah, yeah. Both from Akron. I thought so. Speaking of national championship, you guys ain't going to support your squad? I'm not an Ohio State guy. I'm not a huge college football guy. Um, But I'll I'll be – I'm I'm excited to see the receiver from Alabama. They say he's that guy, Devontae Smith. He's pretty dang good. They they running back is pretty damn good too. Oh, yeah. I like the – I like like Ohio State's – Running back team. I'm talking about yeah. Alabama running back. I know, I know, I know, I know. But the both, tandem, the tandem. Yeah, both of them loaded. Both teams yeah. are loaded. Shout yeah. out to the the local Vegas kid, Haskell Garrett, defensive tackle. Where's he at? American for Ohio State. He come out of the great Bishop Gorman. But uh, he, you know, I still got to ride with Bama though. <laughs> I'm not mad at you, man. You're you're a you're a SEC guy. Yeah, no, I'm I'm a money maker guy. I'm a man. But I'm a Mac and, man and Ohio State was was Bama, and I would be going to Ohio State. Fair yeah, enough. I mean, it's to make money. Yeah. Hey. It's a good reason to bet. Hey, did you leave $5 on my uh, doormat? Yeah. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> we were trying to figure out who the hell I was like a secret admirer <laughs> left on five dollars under me. Why would she leave five dollars? Yeah, I appreciate the Lysol, boss. No problem. Hey, Carson, you need some Lysol? I got Lysol. No. Oh, no, nobody else. I only can do this for because y'all be wilding. Y'all yeah, be everyone in the YouTube comments, feel free to request Lysol from Ant. He'll be happy to provide it. I sat in the car. I'm like, man, how much these these Lysol cans cost? And I thought it was only two. I was like, he probably got two for 250 And then I went over there. It was three. I was like, oh, he only getting five from me. So appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, you actually, you actually owe me like Two hundred and like twenty dollars, because those are pretty high right now. But mm. you know, I'm gonna put that on your budget. Supply You're my guy. Demand. Yeah. What? Oh yeah, they're pretty high. You're throwing the inflation market, at me right now. That's how the market dictates. No, no, I'm man. not throwing that. No, no, no. The government throwing inflation in. <laughs> you seen that commercial can? I got you. Yeah, the big one. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I got you three of them, but. You, that How was big bad. of a Lysol can is this? Hey, yo, yeah, I wish I had it in here. It's it's it's, it's, it's kind of stupid. Because the way you guys were talking about it, I thought it was like a big fog machine. Like you just Diggy, can't, just, Diggy can't carry it. Hey, it <laughs> oh, really? Huh? Got, yeah, Diggy can't hey. carry it. I told you I got to connect. I'm that guy. It sounds like it. With my career, somebody always need me. So what you got? Got Lysol hey. by the kilo. Respond in the comments below. Oh, <laughs> make no. Sure, make sure y'all like. Make sure y'all follow. Make sure y'all tell a friend. Uh, listen in the comments below, make requests to Ant, and, and I want to see what the craziest requests we get. And if he can, if he could actually make those requests, what like kind of requests, all right, all right, I'm, I'm gonna get y'all I'm gonna like, get hey, hey, I need a limo guy, like, I get, I get, hey, you got a limo guy, yeah, I do. I do see, you got, hey, you got a, you got a party bus guy. Yeah, my brother got a party bus. I have zero connections. For hey, I could get you from a Hannah Lysol to a private jet. All of it. That's all I could do. And a private jet that flies with Lysol flying out the back of it. <laughs> I got connect on a yacht, too. I mean, we'll do that. But, I mean, exactly. Let me know what y'all need. Let me know yeah. what y'all need. Maybe, hey, maybe, hey, you got some clothes? You got to connect? Maybe we, can, maybe we can do some business, you know? Yeah. You always want something for free. I respect it. No, I said we can do some business. A little barter. You know, I could get, I get, I, I know a certain bank that can get something canceled off your account. But you know, what? Don't y'all say, don't y'all say hold no. on, hold on. I don't even, I have not even, I need clue that. What you're referencing. Oh, I need that. Y'all know what I got it. Think about it. I got it, it now. Uh, no, no, no. I need that. <laughs> oh, call me. I just got it. I just got it. <laughs> All right, y'all, man. This is the port away. Have a nice day. Don't tell me you didn't enjoy what you saw because I know you did. What you need to do now, hit that subscribe button, hit the like. Hit that notification button. Check us out every week, every Tuesday, something new for you right here on the Port Away Podcast. A nature trail is more than a path. It's a place for laughter, self-reflection, and a breath of fresh air. All Trails Plus helps you plan your next hike so you can relax and enjoy the journey. Discover new trails near you with the distance away feature and get immersive trail previews and offline maps so you can take those exciting first steps with confidence. Get outside today with three free months of All Trails Plus. Just use code PODCAST23 at alltrails.com slash podcast. That's three months free at alltrails.com slash podcast with code PODCAST23.